My name is Timothy Eldred. I'm a husband, father, writer, speaker, seeker, coffee snob, pipe smoker, bourbon drinker, and a person of faith. I'm also a friendly disruptor of the status quo who's traveled the world to help people discover their identity. My mission is to end the pain of aloneness and to help people live with authenticity in an artificial world. But I can't do that alone. So I'm glad you're listening. Welcome. This is Square Peg, Round Hole. Hey, welcome to episode 20 of Square Peg, Round Hole. If you are just jumping on this podcast for the first time, cool, thanks. Can't wait to have you as a listener. You've been, if you've been here for the last 19, cool. Thanks for being loyal. I will say to all of you, like I say at the end of the podcast, like, hey, share it, like it, review it, give it five stars, but help me grow the audience. That's how it grows is word of mouth. That's, that's from you. Now, I'm not going to waste any more time with like small talk, chick chat, self-promotion. I just want to jump right into today's topic. And I've been pondering it for a couple of weeks. I've been pondering it since the last episode, which I called too much thinking. So basically, I've been doing too much thinking about too much thinking, but I've settled on a different title for today, and that is uh, shut up and relax. Now, I don't say that with like, you know, disdain in my voice. No, I'm, I'm smiling at you and just saying with all gentleness and kindness, hey, <laughs> shut up and relax. Just shut up and relax. It's okay. And so about a week ago, I'm sitting having coffee with a friend, and there's news playing in the background. We're really not paying attention. It's on just to catch the weather more than anything. But my ears perked up because I heard a report about how anxiety is growing rampant in our world. And now I, I didn't think that was a news headline. I'm pretty sure we all know that. It's what they said next that really did catch my attention. I went back to my office and I started Googling their like their perspective on this and what they were talking about. And I did find it. I found the article and I just want to read you the very first line that it says. And this is what got me. It says, for the first time ever, a panel of health experts recommends that all adults under the age of 65 should have mandatory screening for anxiety. Now, can I just say as I begin this episode that uh, I'm not a medical expert. I'm not a mental health practitioner or clinician. Uh, I don't pretend to be. Uh, but is anxiety real? Well, heck yeah, anxiety is real, no doubt. Is there a growing rate of anxiety among people today? Apparently there is. So, absolutely. Do we need a nationwide mandatory screening for anxiety? I don't, I don't know. I lean towards no, but here's what I do know. We have control over most of our anxiety, at least most of the time. Are there times when our minds get the best of us? Most certainly there are. I've experienced that in my own life. Part of it right now is going through some chemical changes in my brain from the medication that I take. There's some anxiety in that, and it's real. 
there have been other times in my life that I get this like anxious loop running through my head and I just can't shut it off. It goes over and over and over in my mind. That's that's real. So don't hear me say in any way, shape, or form that anxiety isn't real or a real problem for a few people. It's certainly a mental health disorder. That can't be denied. But I will still hold to my premise that at least most of the time, the majority of people have control over their anxiety. And by the way, I really thought as I listened to that news headline on in the morning, how many people right now listening to this report have a growing sense of anxiety just because they listened to this report? I think it's a fair question. Interestingly enough, I turned on the news again last night. Now, I don't listen to the news or watch the news a lot. A few months ago, I pretty much stopped listening to the news unless there's like a major issue going on in the world. Well, last night there is. There's a hurricane hitting Florida this week. So I want to learn more. I want to know more. There was a hurricane last week in the Caribbean, hit Puerto Rico and moved on. I wanted to hear more and know more because I've got friends in those locations. I turn on the news when I want to know a little bit more about the war in Ukraine because I've got friends there, friends there too. And it's a worldwide crisis. Now, there are times to obviously tune into the news. I don't very much, but I don't bury my head in the sand. You can't bury your head in the sand. But I do know people, because I used to be one, who consume like this nonstop, steady diet of like the fear most news outlets serve up on a platter to keep people wound up, to keep people watching. And even while most people know that's why they keep stirring the pot, they just continue to consume the garbage being sold by most news stations. But you can't blame the news outlets because we do it to ourselves. After all, like I'm holding the remote control. Did you catch the name of that device? It's called a remote control. No one is forcing us to watch TV. The same goes for any other information we consume. We don't have to be on our phones. We don't have to be on social media. We don't have to gossip with the coworker. I mean, all we're doing is filling our minds with this steady diet of negativity, which most of the time negativity is not necessarily reality unless we choose to believe everything that we hear. But honestly, if you fill your mind with all the crap of the world, that's eventually what you'll believe. In time, you will just believe the worst about the world, about people, and the same is true about the information we tell ourselves about ourselves, or the information we accept from others about ourselves. We'll accept like the input that people are giving us as truth, and then the output of our lives just reflect what we have chosen to believe. And I've spoken on this idea often that life is about choices. It We would exercise the power we have to just make better choices of what we choose to accept. Now, I constantly encounter people who seem to live with a, a sense of self-loathing, and I'm not passing judgment. I get it. They suffer from like significant insecurity. And even if they don't verbally articulate their struggles, they embody them. Their actions communicate their lack of self-esteem, their lack of confidence. 
Why? Because it's like the mixtape they've created and accepted or concocted as this ongoing soundtrack of their lives. Now, that's a lot of pressure. And the reason we struggle in life is because we apply pressure on ourselves and then feel we feel anxious. So if you want to, you can stop trying so hard. You can start relaxing more. So how can we take control? How can we reclaim our lives to be that authentic, true self in an artificial world? Well, I said it at the beginning of the title of this episode, shut up and relax. Now, I'm sure you were probably taught like I was not to tell people to shut up. But we both know there are just times that no other phrase seems to communicate the direness of the situation, like hush and, hey, would you please be quiet? That just does not cut it, right? And I believe we honestly, as a culture, we might be there. Shut up might be the only thing to get our attention. I'm not literally telling you to shut your mouth. I'm suggesting something I think is even more important to your mental health, more important to your well-being, kind of like I did in the last episode on Stop Thinking. Turn off the news and tell yourself in your mind the things that you constantly repeat, like on that soundtrack, take it off loop and relax. And I literally mean, literally mean, relax. Because feeling relaxed is the most important step you can take in order to change your life. And anybody can do it. Don't tell me you can't relax. Or I know someone who can't relax. We can all relax. And we should all relax more. Too few people actually take the time anymore to relax. We are high strung and on the go. I mean, even on the weekends, we just we build no margin into our lives, physically, emotionally, mentally. It's go, 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 go all the, all the time. But I'm not even just talking about like physically, like momentum, like physical actions, because we just, we all relax in different ways. Some people take a nap, they cover up with a blanket. Some people sit on the porch and smoke a cigarette. There are people who it's relaxing to go for a run. There's something wrong with those people. But I sit in my office most days with a good book, smoke my pipe. That's relaxing for me. I clear my mind. I relax my body. It puts me to this great state of relaxation, which prepares me for anything else that comes my way. And relaxation can come in all kinds of shapes and forms. So I'm not prescribing how you relax. I'm just suggesting you find a way to do so more and more often not just on the weekends, but every day. I guess I could say it this way. Ease up. Breathe. Be patient with yourself. It's really simply a matter of shifting your focus from seeking identity and validation from an outward source or an outward focus to an inward focus. You know, too much of the time we allow all those external factors in our lives to dictate who we are. And we fool ourselves into thinking like life would be better if this happens or life would be better if that happens. And we look to other people for our self-worth. And we think we'll be happy. Like I'll be happy when X, Y, or Z happens. When some external, like externally I get something I want. 
But the truth is, we already have what we want inside of us. We really do. And until we recognize that more consistently, we're more than likely going to be stressed out in one way or another, which is another way of saying we have anxiety. And everything you need, everything you need, you already, you already are. It's inside you. It's not outside you. We just need to recognize it more. How? We relax into it. And that's really enough to get the ball rolling. Learning to relax is a good way to make forward momentum and get the ball rolling. Is it hard if you don't know how to relax? And again, I'm not talking about, I took a day off. No, relaxation is a state of mind. It's a state of being. It can be 24-7, even if you are moving Even if you're working hard, you can still do so in a state of relaxation. I mean, it would be hard if you're not used to it. It'll be feel like like you're you're pushing a rock up a hill or something, and you're going to struggle and you're going to stumble, but that's fine. You'll make mistakes, but people make mistakes as they stumble uphill. Because the process of becoming less outwardly focused, it's going to take you some time. But who cares how much time it's going to take you? It, it doesn't matter because you control the remote. You control the channel. You decide what and who to listen to, even if you're going to turn it on or off. Again, you're becoming inward focused. You're not outward focused. And when you begin to silence your own mind, when you begin to shut out or shut up the negative voices around you, it's just easier to say to yourself, like, I feel okay right now. I feel okay doing what I'm doing now. I'm focusing on me. I'm focusing on feeling better. I'm doing my best to feel good now. And on a deep level, I I love myself. I'm at peace with who I am. Most people can't say that. And so they live artificially because they don't know who their true self really is. Learning to be quiet, to shut up and relax is a significant step towards that process. Now, I know there will be some people who do not accept this podcast, this this episode, this advice. They will call it BS. They'll call it mumbo jumbo. But you will. You will see the difference. You will be a gentler, kinder more forgiving person toward yourself, toward yourself. And then you'll discover yourself to be far less needy because you'll be able to abandon this idea of seeking the approval of others. And by the way, when you get there, you're going to see that it's far more pleasant to be around non-needy people than needy people. You'll see that about others and others will see that about you. You already know that. It's so much better to be around non-needy people than needy people. And most people will recognize that in you. And those who don't may not be relationships that you need. You might be able to do without them anyway. There are some relationships that we could afford to lose. There was a doctor named Maxwell Maltz. And he wrote a book in in 1960. It was called Psycho-Cybernetics. And there's a quote in it that is just um, stuck with me that I want you to hear. And I think it's just completely relative to this entire topic. He says that a human being 
always acts and feels and performs in accordance with what they imagine to be true about themselves and their environment. This is a basic and fundamental law of mind. It's the way we're built. Here's what that really means for you and me. If we imagine and believe bad things about ourselves and others, then that's what we will experience. There's nothing. There's nothing you need to do today. There's nothing you have to do. There's nothing you have to seek because you're not going to find happiness and peace and joy and contentment outside of yourself, my friend. You need to stop. If you are, you need to stop relying on others to provide it for you and do what? Relax. You're fine. You are absolutely fine right now, just as you are. That's the message you need to fix in your imagination instead of imagining that you're imperfect. And then if you do, you continue to suffer needlessly. And it's all in your mind. It's all a matter of imagination. I want to say it again. There's nothing down deep you need to fix. Because the anxiety that many of us experience, it comes from imagined negative events that are never going to happen. They're just assumptions. And the mind always behaves according to the assumptions with which it starts. I mentioned this idea in one of the first episodes of Square Peg Round Hole. And I talked about it as one of the rules I attempt to live by. And it's just simply this. Today, I will not make assumptions. Instead, I I work to find the courage to ask questions, to express what I really want, to communicate with others as clearly as I can so I don't like have misunderstanding or sadness or drama or trauma. And if you make that choice, there's the word again, choice. If you make the choice to not make assumptions, you can completely transform your life. I'm telling you, you really can. And it would then be easier for you to shut up or quiet your mind and relax in that reality that all is well, all manner of things are well. And when I say all is well, that includes you too. So you can choose to feel good more often. You can choose to feel peace. You can choose to feel relaxed. Or you can suffer needlessly in your imagination and continue to say, I've got so much to worry about today. My world is falling apart. Everything that could go wrong will. If you make that choice inwardly, if that's what you're telling yourself, just know that you're choosing it for yourself. But you don't need to at all. You can calmly, you can rationally override that enormous pile of bullshit. You really can. Listen, life has enough struggles of its own without you and me piling on another shovel of shit we've made up in our imaginations or by listening to the negativity and the garbage from others. Don't listen to that news. The news on TV? The news online, the news on social media, the news that other people are telling you. It's not news. It's probably garbage or BS. So today, just for today, as I wrap up, I encourage you, just be present in the moment instead of worried about the future, which you can't control anyway. You have no control over the the next 30 seconds. And certainly... Don't fret about the past. 
that's gone. Yesterday's gone. Last month's gone. Last year is gone. That's gone. So choose. Choose to get over it. And whatever nonsense that you've allowed others to place on you, okay, you got to let that go as well. Please. Living with authenticity in an artificial world is only as hard as you think it is. I want to say that again. Living with authenticity in this artificial world is only as hard as you think it is. It's only as hard as you imagine. Are there some people with real anxiety disorders? Absolutely. But for most people, it's all in their minds. So today, choose a different thought. Be gentle and kind with yourself. And please, for God's sake, shut up and relax. As always, I encourage you to live your humanity with humility and authenticity in this artificial world. Don't, don't compromise your identity. And don't apologize for being a square peg in a round hole. Now, before you close out of the app that you're using, please be kind, leave a review, preferably five stars. And I'd really appreciate it if you would share this podcast on social media. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.